0: Galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Horus Heresy. Whether you're a warrior of the Legionis Astartes, an adherent of the Mechanicum, or a brave mortal in a galaxy of madness, you'll find a home here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit.
1: So, welcome to the Remembrancers Retreat. I'm your Iron Father, William. With me today, I've got your Lord Commander, David. I've got your Fire Drake, Robbie, and your Archmagos, Ryan, with me. And we've also got Praetors from the Graying Legion, Nate
2: and Finn. You guys want to say hello? Howdy. Hello. Hello. Beautiful, beautiful,
1: outstanding. Oh, That's I amazing. Did. Yeah, we've also recently joining us is our Dark Martyr Steven. Ah,
2: and uh, we're trying to get uh, Mork in here. Where's he ah. at? Oh, well, oh. he should be joining us. He's in chat right now, text chat.
1: <coughs> All right. So, what we've got today for you. We've got uh, the Graying Legion here, and these are the guys that do Adepticon and Nova. So we're going to get down deep into this, talk with these guys about the ins and outs of it. Any questions you guys may have, uh, we'll try to hopefully anticipate. Uh, We've got some people here who are going to Nova for the first time, or some who are returning. So we'll be asking all kinds of questions on what to expect. Uh, and then after that, we've got an event wrap-up for the Ariana Forge, which was an awesome event that David ran yesterday. So let's go ahead and uh, get into it. David, you want to take us away with uh, the Graying Legion?
3: Yeah, I know I know. Uh, Ryan also has some questions uh, for the gents from the Graying Legion. Um, I'd, I'd like to kind of just start by introducing folks to our listeners, um, who may not know, uh, who the graying legion is because like any good host, right? Um, I did my due diligence five minutes before this podcast started and, uh, Googled the graying legion. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever done that, uh, to yourself.
2: Yeah. Had you guys ever
3: been Googled before?
2: No,
4: I, no. You ever Google yourself? You should. It's quite troubling. Yeah. You usually but, to I usually kind of I usually go into incognito mode before I Google myself,
2: but yeah, I have. <laughs> well, well, I'll so be
3: well. I'll be honest, man. You guys are pretty. You guys are pretty fucking incognito. You guys are pretty anonymous. Like there is, um, there's not a lot of intel out there on the on the net. So, um, yeah, let's let's give the listeners like a little a little rundown. You guys, the Graying Legion, um. Go ahead, Finn. Why don't you introduce yourself and then we'll go Ryan, we'll go Mark or Nate? Sorry, sure. Uh, so my actual name is Ty. I go by Finn Cairo online. Um, part of the incognito was probably my fault because I'm pretty uh hidden in that regard in terms of social media and things. But we come out through these shows and run events and hopefully they go over well. Um, that's more Mark's territory is social media stuffs. Um, I don't know where he is. He's working on it right now. That's, that's all I got from me right now.
2: Okay. <laughs> that's
1: good. Great. 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 Go ahead. Uh, Nate, you have a working mic. You're all squared away. Let's go ahead and hear from you, man.
5: Well, you already know my name, and I just kind of uh, follow these other two gentlemen around to events and stand on chairs, yell at people, and uh, run the really large game that nobody else wants to run. That's, other than, you know, wearing kilts instead of pants so people know who to talk to about rules, that's kind of my bag.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Are you part of the uh, uh, equal kilt rights in America right now? You fight for (laughs) kilt rights,
5: is that correct? I mean... in that, I am a walking poster child for the comfort of a kilt. Yes, I don't think I've ever had to actually fight somebody for the right to wear a kilt, but <laughs> no, I think
1: the cup's being done or anything it, like
4: it, that.: it, If
5: it I came down to it, jokes would be amazing. <laughs> if it came down to it, I mean my knee travels upwards faster than people wearing pants, so oh, I've man, got an that's advantage.
6: A good point: Nate, I have a, <laughs> on a completely unrelated note.: uh, Dope. Do you play dystopia rising?
5: I am unfamiliar with this.
6: Okay, never mind then. Different, different guy who kind of looked like you with a kilt. Carry on.
5: The the kilt and beard combination, along with the uh, receding hand, hairline and or lack of hair, and or Celtic jewelry, is it's pretty much a uh, it's a stereotype. No. But it's a stereotype <laughs> for a reason.
1: You, would you consider it a uniform at some point?
5: If so, I have yet to join the organization that I wear the uniform of, but I'd really like to hang out with them, if only just to have a whole bunch of alibis.
2: That's outstanding.
1: (laughs) Uh, Mark, have you got your microphone figured out? Can you guys uh, hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Mark. (coughs) Hey, Mark.
0: Hey. Sorry I was late.
1: If you don't know Mark... if you're on the uh, Facebook page for Adepticon and uh, the Nova Open Horse Heresy stuff, then he's the guy who is the one putting out the information. As Finn said, like he's the guy who does all their social media. And it's a little confusing because Mark goes by Mork on social media. So the first time <laughs> I talked to him, I was like, who am I to judge this man and how he spells his name? So I've been addressing him as Mork for a while until finally one day he says, it's actually Mark. And I'm like, God damn it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was just my way of, uh, you know, flippantly saying social media is ridiculous. So I was being inherently ridiculous. I I mean, maybe you were a huge fan of the Nanu Nanu. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So
2: uh, Mark, what are you doing? I'm here now.
1: What
0: do I
3: do?
1: As far as uh, this uh, uh, event organization,
3: the Graying Legion. Event organization. We were just trying to introduce the listeners. Sure, sure. Uh, Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Ty and I have been pals forever. Ty has always taken on more of the dungeon master role of our group, so he's always been sort of the leader type, but I always kind of – he's been giving – we worked together once upon a time and he used to give me little jobs to do. And so he still gives me little (laughs) jobs to do. Um, uh, nowadays I, I'm a graphic designer by trade. So I do, you know, a lot of laying out of rules and scenarios. And I, uh, I make a lot of our swag as well. And I also run some of, at Adepticon I run one event usually and at Nova, I'm kind of... Actually, I guess at Nova, I'm Ty. Nova, I'm sort of in charge of everything, because Ty, rightly and sanely, does not want to be in charge of everything for two big events. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, at Depticon, Ty is kind of the big guy in charge, and at Nova, I guess I'm currently the big
3: guy in charge. And then, to tie it together, Mark and I are fairly introverted, so Nate is the necessary glue to make this sh- because... Exactly. We'd
0: be in big trouble without me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like, Nate, they need to know this. And then he yells, and, and then you know it. <laughs> so, y- so y'all are like the Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Uh,
5: perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. I, exactly. I don't have a problem with this analogy. Yeah. Honestly.
6: There, are worse, there are worse comparisons to draw.
3: Yeah. So, um, how long have you guys been doing this? Uh, playing 30k or the events? Uh, yeah, just running the uh, the heresy events at ancients
0: <laughs> Have we done five years of Depticon?
3: Yeah, we went. It was after the second one at ACON, right? The it, it second was run badly, and then yeah, Hank sort of asked us, like, "Hey," <laughs> so I think it's been five this year. Yeah, well, I guess we've done what three Novas, and then three Novas because I mean it all started because we were we ran our own little thing in in Maryland, right? The the old line massacre. Yeah,
5: the old old right. line for two years.
2: Oh right.
3: wait, that was you guys?
2: Yeah, that yeah, was
0: that was that was my little thing to do down here, and I did oh, we did man. that a couple of years, and then I kind of I went, to, I happened to go to Nova because my buddy Dave Taylor was going and invited me along. And I was like, huh, maybe I should talk to these guys and just do this instead of the old line massacre, and yeah, that's how Nova
1: started.
3: So that's that's. Awesome. that's Damn impressive because, I, I mean, I think Heresy's only been around since, like, what, 2012? Is that when book one yeah. dropped? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was the first – I played in the first 30K event at Adepticon, and uh, it was, I think, maybe 10 people or so. Um, did pretty well. I won that. And then the next year, I basically talked to Mark and all the other guys. and was like, dude, you got to play 30K. You're wrong for not doing it. And then <laughs> – You're bad. It was, feel bad. Yeah, and that's basically
0: that's basically the story of Ty and the rest of the group. Hey, you guys, <laughs> play this, paint this stuff, and we're yeah. all like, "Okay, hobby yeah. dad."
5: So I I have known Ty for all of a couple of months when it was. Oh, you played these other games? Oh, you can paint something that isn't a single blob of color. Play this now, and don't play anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. That's hey, pretty. that's how Will
6: got me into heresy.
0: Ty's made me paint all manner of things, like 10 millimeter U.S. infantry, you name it.
3: (laughs) You know, that is like, that is a remarkable subplot to, I think, that the Horus Heresy that a lot of people probably don't get, though, is that uh, people like you and Will and, uh, you know, the the stewards of of this hobby community, man, you guys have been bringing people into the community and holding these events and having this standard of fully painted good sportsmanship, right? Narrative, uh, over competitive. And I mean, that's been, that's been from the very beginning. I mean, fucking awesome. Thank you for creating this amazing community for us because I don't think it would have just happened.
0: Sure. Thanks. I think that's kind of been one of, I mean, I know, Kind of ties part of his dungeon master thing is he's always likes to create the scene he wants that he wants, which I think is a good impulse because you kind of got to make what you want, yeah, in was, order for it to exist out there in the world. Yeah, that is and, exactly
1: uh, my philosophy as well. I mean, if you want something, you got to make it happen. And I remember seeing the I Horus guys and your online massacre events and that kind of stuff, and I was like, I, I, I want that here in Richmond, so I went go. these guys here go. and you
0: know did it
2: right on yep. one of us
0: <laughs> and as for the you know the the narrative thing and the and just sort of the general laid back attitude i mean i think we made a conscious effort to sort of model that behavior model that style i mean without you know being a total nazi about enforcement of things and being just try to be mellow all around and i think it's pretty contagious you know every now and then you get somebody who goes a little overboard, but you know and, and usually if somebody shows up and is you know a lot of th- sometimes people will show up at the at one of our events for the first time or a heresy event for the first time, and they'll really be in sort of a competitive mindset and then they'll get here, there and realize like oh that's not really this scene and oh, this scene is nice, and they'll by the end of it their mindset will have changed
5: that's usually. that's usually where my job kicks in is the huh that's an interesting set of things you've got laid out on the table right now. Let's talk for a minute. And then, and then everybody's cool and everybody has a great time and it's a great way to stay in shape. Yeah. I remember, I remember Nate specifically saying to me
3: last year at the big Glam, he was like, I have not had to hit anybody in the
5: face uh, for a year. So it's been a good year. Yeah. I'm going into, that's I'm going what, into two saying. years of no physical violence. <laughs> Which is which is you know exceptional for me.
4: I'm really upset I missed the other year.
0: I understand you got in no, the fight. I understand you got in a fight with a car the other day though, Nate.
5: Yeah, that's a whole separate incident, and it was <laughs> it was totally the, the car started it. So, did you win the fight? Uh, I mean, to find when I walked away, and last time Ooh. I checked, the car was at the same place. So.
6: Damn! You hear that car? Fuck you! <laughs> yep, calling out cars everywhere.
3: I'm coming for you. Okay, so I know we're going to get into a lot of this, just back and forth. But um, let me start this off with with uh, Mark. Um, Nova Open Charity. Are you guys are you guys doing it again this year for heresy? Uh-huh.
0: Uh, yes, we are, and uh, we are. It's no longer a secret. Uh, we are working on a world eaters army,
5: I'm uh, buying all the tickets. Don't <laughs> bother,
0: Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. What's your last name? Uh, little, Brid- sorry, Bridges. Uh, Bridges. Yeah. Uh, not no no not Ryan Bridges. I'm sorry. Uh, Different Ryan. There's another army, an Iron Warriors army. Currently, oh Ryan, Ryan Kimmel. Ryan Kimmel. Thank you. I didn't. Yep. Another well-known heresy uh, personality. He's he's running an Iron Warriors army. I'm running a team that is doing a World Leaders army. And uh, if you there are, there are a couple of pictures starting to per- percolate out there of uh, progress shots and complete or nearly complete shots. But uh, there's some pretty great stuff. And I've got some uh, All Stars on my team this year, which is <laughs> uh, Damon Dresher and uh, some other really serious painters are uh, are working on it
7: yeah I've been and also Instagram, and uh oh, I noticed this weekend you know you have this these beautiful pictures of all this battle damage on what I assume is a Sakaran. yes and you 're like, yeah, I think I might be able to finish this thing this weekend, and i 'm like, god <laughs> you 're already a thousand percent better than what i 'm going to be able to put together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, also, uh, John Steining is working on something very, very large, which I believe is going into the charity auction this year. Uh, so, uh, worth checking seriously out. worth checking out his blogs and uh, Facebook and uh, to find out about that, and uh, be something you might want to buy some tickets for as well. What's that name again? Can you plug it? Uh, uh, look up Forty K Hobby Blog. Yeah, that's his. That's his home base. I think it's probably on there. I imagine
5: yeah it is it's it's the last ten or twelve posts
0: there you go
3: John's starting it oh he's Lord a christ
0: he's an excellent painter as well
3: <laughs> Duh. all right before we uh before we just totally dive into Nova and just, like run through the schedule i'll have that um i want to get sure i want to get the 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 no shed the state of the state of the union, right? So, the state of the heresy, what like, what do you guys think? How, where is heresy right now? How is heresy doing?
0: Well, I mean, I assume you're asking this because everyone's had their uh underpants in a wad for the last six months about the state of heresy. <laughs> I, I will say, from the perspective of our events, uh, they've grown steadily every year, including this year. So I don't feel like we're hemorrhaging players. Uh, it doesn't appear that way to me. Um, and based on everything I've seen out of Forge World and Games Workshop, you know, they're certainly not. They don't appear to be dropping the system, or in any way, shape, or form. Uh, not that's based on just my logical analysis. Um, you know, obviously, they had the the awful and untimely death of Alan has set them back quite a bit. Um, but you know, they have new writers on staff and they seem to be still cranking out models. So, you know, yeah. and the new book is coming. So I, I don't know what all the
3: fuss is about. <laughs> that's, really? that's how I see it. Yep. We were honestly like spoiled for several years, basically. I think, you know, getting as many releases as we got in the short window that we did. Um, and now that all these other games like Necromunda and Titanicus and Blood Bowl and all these things are appearing. I mean it just it's it just has a slot into that family of games it's just a matter of stepping back and looking at it from a business perspective as opposed to a nerd perspective which is difficult at times sure and I think I think that's just kind of where we are game wise I mean I just played in some event a couple weeks ago and there's plenty of people there it was like 20 people yeah no I, I mean I think that's I mean that's the empirical evidence from the field right like like our heresy events continue to grow like, I know heresy at Adepticon, Ty, was bigger than it's ever been. I think you guys had your own convention room or something. I mean, I wasn't there. Robbie was there. But, um, ooh, so ooh. if the, uh, <laughs> y- you know, if the, if the events continue to grow, it seems like, it seems like heresy's in a good place. I guess, um, you know, I guess what I, I kind of was wondering. From your perspective as the event organizers and, you know, the, the people that are continuing to steward the hobby is like, are you seeing any new challenges to the influx of, of folks that are coming in? Are you seeing any new, um,
5: I guess, like new, new people, new personalities? We, we always get, I mean, every time we do an event, especially having both the Facebook pages set up, We constantly see people that are, hey, this is my first year. Hey, this is my first event. Hey, I'm brand new. And the past year or two, the release of 8th, etc. I don't think I've seen any significant decline to that, if any decline at all. People have just jumped on and been like, hey, I'm coming to Adepticon. I'm playing 30K the whole weekend. I can't wait. This is great. We did have a couple of like what I would call early adopters, like upfront people that played the first couple of years and were really like right up there for everything for Heresy that dropped out when 8th was released and said, you know, stay in 7th, I just can't do this. And we probably gained two to three times as many people that had the reversed mindset that said, you know what, I I like this or I don't like this, but I'm going to stay Heresy or I'm going to start Heresy because this is more about what I want to do. And joined the community, signed up. And like you said, Adepticon was... For lack of a better word, completely nuts. The amount of people that were there, the amount of new people that we saw—it was just—it uh, was wild. It didn't show any signs of any dropping off or, you know, slacking back.
0: I, uh, yeah, I will reiterate what Nate said. Um, Adeptcom was definitely the biggest ever, and we had a huge international population this time around. We can talk about that in a sec. <laughs> um, but regarding the seventh eighth split. Um, uh, I'll say I don't have strong opinions on 8th one way or the other. I'm sure I'd be fine with it. I haven't really I, – I kind of played one loose game with friends while under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> don't remember yeah. it. It seemed fine. Um, but I, I don't really have room in my head for both systems, so that's why I've just kind of stuck with 7th. I mean, so it is kind of a bummer that I think it's forced some people to choose. And But, you know, that's fine. People, we all come and go from game systems, or they wax and wane in our – in our experience. Um, but that being said, you know, heresy still seems to be chugging
3: along just fine. Yeah. There's like, there's honestly not enough room in the big room. That they gave us in adepticon, you know, now yeah. that Titanicus is coming around and yeah. that's pretty heresy based, you know, we'd like to get that in there.
5: Like there's just, I'm trying to figure out how to get it in there. <laughs> there's, there's I think kinda, we need to bring in a second level. That we just <laughs> set up ourselves because that ceiling was really high and it felt like we were wasting yeah.
1: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> rig up a bunch of scaffolding.
7: And yeah, it. man. Yeah,
5: just yeah. uh, double-decker tables, man. All of da Vinci, this shit.
0: Yeah, some guy was talking to me about he wanted to put on like an event in the evening, or whatever, and then I was just like, well, just talk to Ty and, you know, we're totally down for whoever doing whatever. Just, you know. Talk to Ty so we can get you table space and he's like, Well I can do it in the hall in front. I'm like Oh yeah. That you well I'm did. Did not have you do it in the hallway. You know, we, <laughs> I'm sure we can find you a table, especially in the evening. Or ten tables or whatever he needed. But uh, I'll yeah, find you definitely, a bit of space. It definitely was full.
3: <laughs> yep.
5: So I I think this date is fine. You know. Everything's great. The end. Yeah, perfect stuff. <laughs> it turns out after a very careful review that the sky is in fact not falling but you know and if you F- say F- the F-
6: sky F- is falling on the internet it'll get people to well, you better be careful using all that logic and level-headed thinking you might make yes. some people mad yeah
5: that that is if you didn't catch the earlier part that is my job in this group <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, th- I think we're gonna get into Nova we're gonna we're gonna
3: go down the rabbit hole um, All right. so, so for me, I'm going to let Ryan take, take point on this, but I am going to ask the most important question for me of Nova this year. And that is, um, will the upstairs lounge, uh, be at Nova this year? Oh yeah.
2: I
0: don't know. I don't why. Was there, was there talk of it not being... Oh, you no. mean the
3: very, the very upstairs? or back the, in the Yeah, area? the the very upstairs. Oh, that day.
0: I don't know. Because, yeah, last our, year,
3: they,
5: it's moved on the the,
0: they moved it up to the little rooftop suite, right? Or that little rooftop thing, right? Yeah, yeah the it,
5: was in the, thing. It, was, it was in the suite for the first couple of days, and then they moved it up to the right. observation lounge up at the top. Got I don't it. know what its location is going to be this year, but it's still on the website, and I have already gotten some communication about it. Helping them with the, helping them with their keg setup again, yeah. so
3: they already need help with the keg setup yeah. already. The alcohol
5: is real. Perfect. Perfect.
3: All right. Awesome. Hey, uh, Ryan. I think you probably are best suited to uh, take point on Nova for heresy. Yeah.
7: Sure. So, um, yeah. I mean, I guess anybody that's following the Nova Thirty K um, Facebook group or has already registered on the Nova site. Uh, you'll probably notice that there are some diff- there are definitely some repeat um, events from last year, and then there's a number of new events. So I just wanted to talk to the crew. Um, it, we've sh- we've added some events. We've shifted some events. How are you guys deciding? You know what makes it on the roster? Um, it seems like the event schedule we're going with this year is just slightly more ambitious than last year. I think there's yeah. at least one. There's two days where there are two events going on at the same time. Um, so, what was your thought process? How did you come up with, you know, what you wanted to run, um, and then, you know, how did you respond to the, you know, there was quite a bit of interest, a lot of signups that went really <laughs> fast. So, you uh, made me through
0: it. Well, this is Mark again. Um, well, I just looked at last year and I kind of thought about what people have clamored about wanting, what they might want, what I think they might want. Uh, so I kept your Thursday event the same, and then Friday I, I changed and made it into two new things that I thought people might enjoy for some different play styles. Um, I don't know, maybe I should just go through it event by event and we could talk about them. But I, I did change it up a little basically just in hopes of giving people options to play in different ways. Um, and some are strictly narrative, and there's actually one that's kind of, you could argue it's competitive, but there are some,
2: I hope, controls on it to keep it from getting too shaggler, and we can talk about that. <laughs> okay, lockdown. So, uh if we want to just start? we want to go through to the planet. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So, yeah. first so I think thing. we have Ty runs terrain, and they're running uh, salvo is that correct? Yes. You guys want to talk about those? Uh, sure. So, scenario close to my heart because I tend to be a smaller uh, infantry type guy. Uh, same with like, War Two stuff in this circle. Um, so, it's is an interesting way to play, and in a I really like a war deck where you should have random scenarios play. Um, so, I sort of with that and worked it out so that it's uh, sort of together pretty nicely. And we ran it at a Depticon. See, so go over right. I sold a bunch of decks afterwards, and uh, so I'm pretty much running the same thing straight up again this year, which is, um, you know, 1,500 points, and of basically infantry restricted list. where You can only have like one tank, and that tank has to be like a Rhino because it's infantry related. Um, not too many monstrous creatures running around. Um, your HQ is restricted to Centurion type level guys or ladies, in the case of the you know, sisters. And um, and then you basically generate a scenario at the table with your opponent, and just sort of go for it. So it can get a little swingy because Rando is, you know, Rando. Um, but if you sort of relish that sort of weird challenge, then. That is the event for you. <laughs> also, I just love to watch, you know, uh, 30, 40 everybody just mashing each other from close range. As a, I love to see it on the table, as opposed to, like, lines. That's just a personal thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I have uh, quickly found Centurion to be one of my favorite ways of playing Heresy,
7: and I'm pissed off that you're running Centurion Sandown, I'm running an event. So, I won't be able to
2: play. But it should look awesome <laughs> seeing all this power armor, just this basic power armor <laughs> going out. And I actually I played in a, a, a death gun, it was very fun. And I, think yeah, I actually can't actually win a game. So hey, there you there's, go. There's, there's something for you. <laughs> That's, so yeah. That's just, you know, when I think of heresy on art, it's like, like you said, sees the power armor matching against each other. And uh, you don't often see it on the table in 2500 points. Um because you we know, get to play the awesome tanks and toys and weird you know medical <laughs> devices. Um, so when we're sort of restricted down to this number force, but you know, point them in the direction of play, say, give it a shot. it worked out pretty fun. And uh, yeah. So that would be super yeah. back and there's like a ton of time to play the games worked out the schedule, so a 1,500-point game in two hours is a lot of time, so we have kind to of wander out at the convention and stuff in between games. Yeah, that's an important aspect, too, because uh, a lot of times you get so caught up in your games, you don't actually have time to enjoy the convention itself and hang out, um, so it's yeah. nice to have a little bit more time in between games or between events to check things out and catch up with friends.
3: Yeah, we're, we're conscious of that as you know convention-goers for years, and running them behind the scenes when we worked at GW and all that. So the scheduling stuff, although it's not fun, it's the important stuff that Mark and I do behind the scenes to help make things run. Yep. So that's Centurion. Come play.
2: The end.
7: (laughs) Okay. And if you don't want to play Centurion for whatever reason, because you're a crazy man, uh, you want to play larger games, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'll be running an opening salvo on that same Thursday. So uh, Ty and I will be probably, you know, separated by a table or something, but um, we'll be lo- co-located in the Heresy area. And it's for larger games, so 2,000 points, 2,500 points, or 3,000-point games. And the opening salvo, just as a reminder, is really free for me. You can challenge people. You can play as few or as many games as you want. Um, so it's it's more of a you know just trying to rack up victory for
2: your faction, seeing whether the loyalists or traders come out ahead, and then obviously uh, drinking plenty of beers or adult beverages and having a good time. I'm i glad like to use this opportunity to have uh, like a challenge to any listeners that are going to be attending that event that there's 3k White Scars that are really, really, really looking to bash heads. If you want to play lower voice levels, and don't want to challenge me. Um, I don't subscribe to Amateur Hour, so I'll wait for an adult to come <laughs> along. Uh, I'll play them instead. I'll play you. You can play 3,000. I'll play 250. There we go. I just want to Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I just want to say that in the, the opening show last year, I played Will, and... Uh, my dreadnought killed his supposedly indestructible custode's
2: character guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. You guys did play. I don't care. That you're special.
6: Here's it, my it was,
2: Yeah, it was.
1: Uh, I did have. Uh, I went up against the dreadnought, right? Which thinking like, oh, it's a custode, but I only had melted bombs to deal with him, and uh, so it was one attack, and I did have a three-up rerollable, but uh, no. Eternal Warrior or anything like that, so all you gotta do is make two twos in a row, and uh, I was done skis. <laughs> Nuked him.
0: I think he won anyway, but uh, it was it was fun to kill. Well, no, because uh,
1: Robbie came in and just gunned down all my dudes with uh,
0: Oh, that's right. Then, yeah, then it all got mixed up and there were other people playing.
2: Well,
7: nobody yeah, wants to hear it. You held that damn center room for like an hour and a half. <laughs>
1: okay. right. You played like three people. <laughs> With four I, custodes, just, for, Yeah, Well, four custodes and a sister. Thank you. Yes,
6: I did the. She, I, yeah. I was in. I was in the same boat. the The ZM game that I played next door was just. I held the center console for like seven turns with just one squad of word bearers.
1: Nice. Said leadership man.
6: I don't know, man.
4: I was just. I wasn't even in the little room. I owned that whole board with the white scars. Yeah, we was just moving, shooting, scooting, everything. Uh, but while we're doing call callouts
5: I, I,
1: I do want to call this out As a Iron Hands player uh, Slash Shattered Legion I want to call out anybody who's Playing either Emperor's Children or Sons of Horus So if you're, you're playing go. Emperor's Children And you have Fulgrim, I'll throw down Ferris so and knock it out <laughs> Or if you're playing Sons of Horus And you want to bring Horus, I'll bring Shadrach Medusin And I'll, I'll tear you up dude. Just bring it <laughs> He's gonna raise the roof I will say for
7: opening salvo, um, all the Primarchs have been claimed, except for Perturabo. Because our Perturabo player decided he didn't want to play Perturabo.
1: Okay. Change, so, change factions. Yeah, sadly.
7: change factions. You want to play Mechanicum or something. So Perturabo is still out there, but you will definitely be able to challenge Fulgrim uh, or Horus, because they should both be present on the day. That is going to be
0: perfect. Coming for you, boys. I uh Get ready. I'm probably going to say this 12 times over the course of this interview, but I'll, I'll say it for the first time here. It looks like the opening salvo is sold out, and there's a few tickets left for the Centurion. As th- This applies to everything. If you want to play, show up the morning of, be early with your army. Odds are very good that you will play. Almost everyone who ever does that in any of our events gets a spot because there are always people who buy tickets and don't show up.
5: Always. That's- Spent a little too much time in the lounge, or they found out that there was a pool on the third floor, or whatever. Yeah. Or a week
0: happens. before they realized they needed to paint an army, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which turns out is a lot of work.
2: So.
4: No, I I uh I am a frequent event goer, and I have paid for events that I was too hungover to play in. So I understand completely.
0: <laughs> that is that is a thing which happens. <laughs> For sure. Or people just get tired. Yeah. Often, um, so, often people won't show up on Saturday events because they'll just be tired. Yep. Yep.
7: Alright, so, uh, or like, what about or Friday? Like, what do we have for Friday? Oh, Friday.
0: Friday, um, Friday's that's, where that's I... That's like the jam-packed day. Friday's right. where I changed it changed it up a little. Last year I just did, like, a, uh, what was it? A, a uh, A campaign that grew incrementally with each game. Um, And so this time, just to give people a couple options, um, I did a Zone Mortalis campaign, which Ryan is running, uh, because everybody always loves Zone Mortalis. And then I also did the Excruciatus, which is a new format. And I'll talk about Excruciatus for a minute, and then I'll let Ryan get back to Zone Mortalis. Uh, The Excruciatus is two games of 3,000 points, um, because I've had a lot of people com- complain before that our events are too small or the points levels are too small and they want to have big battles, which I, I can understand. Uh, so that's one way it's a little different for us. It's it's a larger format. And also, um, and this is definitely different for me, there are no restrictions in place in what you can put in your army other than just standard uh, force organization chart. Um, so it's kind of everything goes. You can bring knights, you can bring, you can bring a warhound, you can bring whatever you want. The only caveat to that is I'm going to have two ringers there, and if nobody wants to play you because your army is too horrendous, well, you're probably going to be playing ringers both times, <laughs> um, or you're going to be playing the other guy whose army is do. So generally, the way it's going to go is people are going to challenge each other, or pair up with people they want to play with and people can challenge and then accept or not accept. And then everyone who's left over, we will attempt to pair up. And we will do so by looking at their army lists, and we're asking everyone to submit an army list and rate themselves on on their power level of their army and also tell us how experienced they are. And we will pair people up to try to make them have fun games. And so we're not going to pair up a knight army against you know an all-infantry knight lord's army, because that's not going to be fun. So... That's the idea. We'll
4: I mean, cool. fun for the night I mean yeah, that's fun for the night player.
5: Yeah,
4: well, I yeah, guess. But, but I mean, that's
5: your idea of a good time. Yeah. I mean, who wants night players to have fun, let's be honest. It's, it's true. <laughs> Touche. I'm going yeah, to throw it out
0: To be honest, there's stuff I'd like... You know, night armies are cool. I'd like to see them on the table, but, like, you know, there's a lot of armies who just can't do anything to another
3: No, actually, so, so, Mark, I want to say thank you for for doing this format, because I know, especially within our community, like Robbie and I have been talking about this and, and really the, the 3000 point uh, limit lets you bring certain lords of war that you wouldn't normally be able to bring. Right. So like Warhound Titan. Um, And it does open things up. And I think we use the word narrative a lot in this community to sort of, um, it's sort of like a byword for casual. But sure. narrative, narrative can be anything, right? Like if you're a if you're a world eaters army and you've got Legio Audax next to you, like that's narrative as fuck, man. Sure. sure. Right. So, um, so I love Excruciatus. I love it because I don't think anybody builds an army, and I don't think anybody points out an army like purposely to lose, right? Everybody is is building a pointy stick. Everybody wants to have a good game and, and a competitive game at some level, right? But there's different levels of experience, like you said, and there's different levels of sort of, you know, wanting to go out there and just get after it. Um, but I love the fact that you did Excruciatus. I really appreciate it. I'm playing in it. Um, Great. And I'm uh, super looking forward to it, man. So thank you. Uh, and cool. and yeah, I also, I,
6: you're I'm Excruciatus,
3: not, Dave.
0: I don't, despite the fact that competitive play is not how I play I don't. I don't have anything against it. I just don't know that in sort of a standard tournament setting, I don't know how well it works because you go end up with a lot of people playing games against people where the outcome is a foregone conclusion. You know, and I think what's fun is playing challenging games. You know, where you don't know who's going to win until the last round. You know, to me, it's boring when both of you put your models down and you know who's which. You know, in 40k tournaments, at least for the first round, <laughs> that's the way it goes. You know, you've got your hardcore tournament players that are there, you know, and that everything's optimized. And then you've got guys who are just painting stuff they like and or doing a certain thing or whatever. And they're they're doing two different things. So I'm hoping with this system that I've kind of cooked up, we can pair people together that will be good opponents and give each other good games. That's That's what I'm shooting for.
7: Nate, yeah, you're we're, we're you're we're running uh, the Excruciatus. Do you have anything you want to add to it? Uh,
5: I mean, not really. Uh, the general, I will throw in the general Nate statement of sure. we are, basically take everything Mark said to heart with the we're trying to do good pairings, we're trying to make sure people have fun games. You show up with something ridiculous, you will either be paired with somebody ridiculous, or you will face one of the ridiculous ringer lists uh, we really really pride ourselves on the way that people are able to show up and have fun this is a slightly different event than we've done before so there's obviously going to be some weirdness to it but it's also going to have that nova adepticon graying legion weirdness <laughs> there's still going yeah, to sure be man. random stuff happening there's still going to be stuff in the scenarios that going to go oh The, you know, dark descent of the bugbear drop pod army just landed on the back lines and is eating all of my artillery, you know. Be ready for that. It's not a straight-up, clear-board, no-terrain, competitive, shoot-each-other-in-the-face event. It's still still a graying Legion event. Sure. And then, you know, I suffer no fools, so show up to have fun.
0: To be honest, I'm not too worried
6: about it, though, because based on... No, oh, no, not at all. The,
0: uh, based on the Nova the Nova crew that I'm used to, there are some guys who are more competitive, but they're also total gentlemen, you
2: know. Yeah.
0: So I'm not, I'm not super worried.
5: I think it's going yeah, good. Don't take my warnings as some kind of expectation of uh, shenanigans and chicanery. It's just actually the way I always am.
7: <laughs> cool.
4: Chicanery.
7: Yeah, and uh, I guess to follow on on that, so... Uh, I'll be running, at the same time that Nate's running Excruciatus, I'll be running the Zone Mortalis, um, which is going to be 1,000 points, Zone Mortalis, uh, three games using stratagems if you want. Um, Not required to use stratagems. But uh, I still have to work this out with Nate. But there's a good chance that the effects of Zone Mortalis may transfer over or have some effect on Excruciatus and vice versa. Um, From a narrative standpoint, I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity
5: there. I I think that's, I think you can call that a definite, not a good chance. Yeah.
7: You know, the, the concept here is, you know, we've got the planet we're fighting over excruciatus is taking place on the surface with these massive land battles, massive armies, big toys being played. And then on the subsurface underground, uh, you have all these Zone mortalis battles where, you know, key objectives are trying to be taken by both sides. So the, 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 the events are going to be linked, um, and it, it just opens it up. You know. It makes it fun for the event organizers to pair everything together and have some effects back and forth. And it also gives you an incentive while you're playing the game um, to potentially
2: affect your faction on, in a different event. Right on? Huh? Neato. Um, okay, and then Friday night. I feel like something is happening Friday night.
5: Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's some, there's small. some little thing going on. It's Tiny, tiny little like, thing, hardly be... worth mentioning. Yeah, it's barely a thing. Yeah. So Nate, how about it? Oh, <laughs> uh, the big blam. Um, I will, I will say, and Mark and Ty probably won't counter this, but they might laugh about it. That the reason I am a member of this group is because of this event. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um people, there you go. So. People, I think it's
0: more, Nate, we just wanted you to be a member of the so we made up an event for you.
5: There you there go. You that go. works for yeah. me, too. Um, the, big, the big blam is our answer to Apocalypse. It's bring as many points as you have. We make the sides as even as we can. I make uh, Mechanicus and uh, Imperial Army players... I use them as chess blocks to fill in the, uh, fill in the gaps because honestly who cares about their affiliation at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I you said, it. me. You, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. uh, That's now. see that, that I'd let go. Um, we put a disturbing number of Titans on the board. Um, and basically we have an entirely ridiculous, massive game, that goes down for a couple of hours, gets a surprising number of turns every year. That is probably the one thing Adepticon and Nova that people keep calling out. They'll sign up for the big glam. They'll say, oh, I play Apocalypse at my local club all the time and we never get past two turns. Like, well, we average five. And that keeping it running smooth and keeping the turns going has been something that's gotten better and better every year as I've dialed the system in. So it's just fun to see that much stuff
2: alright
1: guys we're back here we're going to finish up with uh, Saturday and Sunday of Nova so uh, let's go ahead and uh, continue Ryan
7: yeah so um, Saturday I believe we have Bromance Bash if I am not mistaken
0: that is correct uh the bromance bash is uh I think we did it the first time last year and it's basically a doubles tournament or well not tournament a doubles campaign um or team campaign if you like uh where two players join up and I think it's is it 1500 per player
2: yeah
0: and uh there's a few more restrictions thrown in in terms of what you what you can bring and can't bring um but uh it'll be similar to last year. Uh it'll be have a lot of the same Mark Rayleigh insanity and random absurd scenarios. And uh there will definitely be some visits from our good friend the owlbear. Uh, MVP, yes, everybody remembers it. And uh yeah. So should be awesome. Everybody always loves the team tournament because they get to hang out with one of their buddies for the day.
4: And we get to defend our title.
5: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, this is Ty,
0: Do you have anything to add on that one?
5: Uh, I just that this is the event that I am literally on the website right now going, hey, I have nothing else to run on Saturday except be rules guy. I could play in this. I'm playing as it. As possible. as yeah, possible.
0: I I oh, yeah, was playing
5: there. Yeah, I, I could that. play in this. All right, we got a that's a that's a separate conversation to happen cuz <laughs> I'd actually like to play some games this year. I'm going to get weird.
3: That's always fun. <laughs> so no to listeners if anybody thinks they have an army that would pair well with white scars.
5: Just saying. Oh, I I don't I don't know if we're going to go that far. This might be time to break out the word bearers and, you know, <gasps> be, like be very official about things. Get weird. Get really weird. I love nothing more than all infantry word bearers.
0: If anybody doesn't already have their, t- it's, it's one one ticket per team, so one ticket per you and your partner. That's why they cost twice as
2: much. So
3: that sounds logical, and it really is. It, it's the best event of the of the weekend, in my opinion, because everybody's just there to have a fucking good time. You're playing with your best best bud, man, and. I will tell you, I've played against guys that had the most beautifully painted army um, that I've ever seen, and really didn't know <laughs> how the game worked. And who fucking cares, right? Like you, at that point, you just you just dial back and you have a good time, right? You drink a beer, and you know what? It's all good. Um, Zon Mortalis and the Brokans. has got to be
0: one of that's got to be one of two. Sp-
5: Specific teams. Zone Mortalis and the Bromance definitely attract the type of player that is very laid back, might not have a lot of table experience with their army, but has spent all of that time that they weren't spent playing. You can see it when they start taking things out of the foam and put it on the table. Oh, that's why you're unsure what a D6 is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because oh, holy crap!
7: Absolutely, and I think uh, whether this was intentional or not, you guys, totally. uh, looking at every day of Nova, you have the opportunity. If you are an extreme hobbyist, or who just loves painting power armor dudes, but maybe only cracks out. 20 or 30 of them a year or whatever it is. Um, There is probably an event you can play every day between the Centurion, which is, I mean, that is a higher model count, but the army size is not that big. Sun Mortalis is only 1,000 points on Friday. Saturday, you have uh, Bromance Bash at 1,500 points. And then Sunday, you have Strike Team, where you only need 300 points of guys. Uh, And I've noticed in the past, you know, some of the fantastic artists that show up who maybe don't know the game so well, and maybe the only time they play is at conventions, um, it's fantastic to be able to see their work in person. You follow it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and then seeing it in person is just, you know, it's
2: next level. Yeah. Yeah,
3: see, right, right. It's a-
2: yep. <laughs> and, I, and I gotta say, um, Mr. Drescher,
1: his Emperor's children, <laughs> like they they blew me away. When I saw them in real life, I didn't know humans could create such things. Like it looked like a mural <laughs> painting in a, on a 3d model. And I was just completely
2: blown away by it.
0: Well, and the, the amazing thing is in bromance. Uh, he was partnered with my friend, Jeff, who also has an emperor's children army. That's comparable quality. No, it, but I
2: know, and they're a yeah, little I'm different, but, about, yeah.
0: but they're both like, both of them are mind bogglingly beautiful. And together in the same place, it's just, like, mind-blowing.
7: The key
6: there is to not
7: stare into Fulgrim's eyes, because he paints Fulgrim's eyes so well that you may actually start following Fulgrim's (laughs)
5: eyes. Yeah. One of the really fun things when I actually started with this group, because I came into it a little later, was meeting all of these people that I, like you said, had either followed their Instagram or I'd known for a couple of years through the internet or... I've seen them published, and then just walking into events and going, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, I've seen these before. Oh, you painted these. Okay, I'll try not to drool on them. I hope
2: they've been well varnished. Uh, almost all these people, y- you come, you look at this stuff, you see the wild stuff that they produce, and then you can ask them little questions, like, hey, man, how'd you do this part, or how did you get this effect? And they will
5: pull the models out, sit you down at the table, and run you through step-by-step how they did everything. Like that. That little corner of the community there is uh, really impressive for how open they are about their techniques and their styles and what they're doing. They just want to see everybody just have a good time with whatever aspect of the hard hobby they choose to focus on. Yeah, absolutely. It's
7: and the really specs. wild. Uh, I have not met
2: one of those guys yet who's not incredibly humble and won't sit down and discuss those with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to go back in time and talk about uh, my first Nova. And my last game, I got paired with uh, uh, Dameron. Uh, Dameron? It, right? Damon. Damon? Is it, right? Damon. 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 Okay. Well, Damon. I think there's an R. know. Oh, I got
1: paired with Damon in our last um, game, and I was running an armored breakthrough list of iron hands. And uh, he was not. He was running a lot of infantry, and the whole game was really just, <laughs> like, the game was a tertiary thing. You were just sitting down, and I was like, if I got this dude in front of me for at least the next hour and a half, you can bet your ass. I'm going to ask him as many questions as I can. And he was so cool to just sit down and talk to me about like everything. And uh, yeah, really was like one of the
2: best, I guess, <laughs> uh, art classes I've ever taken uh, while playing a game, I would say, you know? Mm-hmm. Damon is an awesome international an awesome treasure. treasure. Yep. Another, uh, another hobby champion treasure we uh, every year is Chris Boer, mm. who uh, had his world world bears there
5: less or world world eaters <laughs> Word. combining armies into one. I like a world words bearer. are world bears. Uh, that, that's when those two armies actually combine. That's
0: now it's the, out, now Chris, the army. Chris has <laughs> I think Chris has four Slayer swords. Really? Whoa! Gold Demon Something Slayer like swords.
5: That. Yeah, at least.
0: And that is, that's is—that's the only standard Chris can paint to. He can't paint any other <laughs> you know, way. Was he the one who had so, the Warhound driving the Warhound Spartan? Oh, my God. Dude, yes. I lost
1: it when I saw driving it. I was like, his, that yeah, is amazing. amazing.
2: Yeah. Getting- so the the comment earlier of like the people who do 30 miles a year, it's three, four, five. They're yeah, all magnificent. Something like that. But, I've I mean, been it's, watching
0: it's, that army progress over the last what, four, three or four years? Yeah. Every year, it gets a little bigger. And, and last year, the team tournament, You know, part of that in my head was like, I was like, okay, what points level can I get Chris to this time? <laughs> and I was like, Chris, you could just add a Spartan. He's like, but I hate painting tanks. And I'm like, well, you could do a Leviathan. He's like, but I need a Spartan to put my Terminators.
2: <laughs> could, so, yeah.
0: Yeah. The, he, that Spartan, he actually, and you know, he got the new Spartan with the the treads that were molded on it. You know, the oh, easy God, yeah. to build one, but they weren't good enough for him because they weren't perfect. So he shaved them all off, yeah. built his own treads, cast them, and put it on it, and made new wheels and put them on it, and then put all <laughs> that other stuff on, and made a dog driving and everything else.
1: Because he's Chris. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what was crazy was he had done all that other stuff, right? He used quad mortars as laser destroyers on it, which was genius. That's that's an excellent way to distinguish uh you know quad las cannons to laser destroyers. I love that. But then that tiny little dog, man, that was like the finishing touch to have a Warhound driving a warhound tank. That's that was amazing. And everything else just brought it all together when i saw it in the display case immediately i knew who it was you know
0: you uh if you guys want a little tip about if you ever uh if you ever mess around with painting contests if you yeah, ever want to, i'm actually hoping to get into it this year so
2: oh please. very cool
0: if you ever want to cheat put a, <laughs> put a cute animal on the base of your model somewhere Done. All right, I'm doing it. It's Thanks. just like with photography. If you want to cheat at photography, take pictures of babies and puppies and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll just put, put like a
3: little shit. around my. Why would you uh, take pictures town. of shit?
0: Well, you know, yeah. maybe in, if you're German or something.
1: If
3: it's cute <laughs> shit, God damn it. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But uh, yeah, so I'll just put a bunch of birds and cats and shit all over the base. Then that sounds good. Put a, put a bird on
0: so it. Chris doesn't even a need to cheat, but he knows the he knows the power of cats. Just a pile of models, <laughs> base.
1: I really love the fact that you love. Uh, or, uh, I got that Portlandia reference. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There.
2: I'm there. <laughs> Picking up what we're putting down. Yeah, we can pickle that. <laughs> <laughs>
6: uh. So, right.
1: where, where do we leave off? Saturday? Uh, Saturday,
6: yeah. Oh, um,
1: Saturday,
7: yep. Sunday, Saturday. Uh, this is Will's event. This is his deal. Yep. On he Sunday. Is, if
1: you haven't heard me talk enough during this cast yet, I'll talk a little bit more. Um, Sunday event is your strike team. Bring 300 points of models. Uh, the unit size is, what, a total of 12 models maximum. So, you know, have fun. Go nuts. I think the biggest part, the biggest challenge is people filling out their list because, uh, you know, it's easy to take a vehicle, and that'll take up like 80 points, maybe, if you bring a speeder. Um, so the points cap is kind of like a soft cap, but really, I just want to see 12 beautifully painted models, Um and I want to see theme, and just be chill. That's it, you know? Um, the missions, I think we talked about it last week, the concept of the missions, where it was all one continuous mission broken up into three acts as you... Uh, go through the day and uh yeah it's the last event of nova i think yeah. and uh i wanted it to be pretty straightforward people keep coming to me and talking about like ammo checks or reaction fires like it was tactical strike but if i want a tactical strike i would have used tactical strike i want something simple stupid that people that are hung over or still drunk can come in <laughs> and play and Probably. not have to remember a bunch of stuff or struggle
3: with new game mechanics that they had to learn just for this, you know? Basically, if you're still alive on Sunday morning at Nova and you have nothing else to do, come down and Will will tell you how to play. Yeah. yeah. That's it. If you forward. can still make yeah. it out of bed, then... It's
2: a beautiful yeah. thing. <laughs> um, is that all you got for that, Will? Yes, sir. That's okay. it. Okay. I mean, two there, other, two other no little trouble. things I wanted to throw. Uh, and I
0: should have done this at the beginning. But <laughs> if uh, you are listening and you're interested in Nova Open Horus Heresy stuff and want more info, you can go to the Nova Open website, of course. But the best place and sort of the, the community for it is uh, if you just go to Facebook and search for Nova Open Horus Heresy, you will find our group, and that's where everybody's talking about everything. and You'll find links to rules and everything else and uh the second little thing i throw out there is if anybody is there are a couple guys kind of trying to hook up a couple groups to do some casual uh horse heresy themed specialist games uh i think a couple guys are doing some uh battlefleet gothic i think thursday night and i think
6: the uh, same night as the uh mm, actually nope i don't know thursday or friday I want to say...
0: This. A couple of the Richmond guys. I might even try to get in involved.
2: <laughs> we'll see if I can it's get the, some chips. It, it's Thursday night. Okay, it,
0: yeah,
4: that's it's what I thought Thursday. it was Thursday. Okay, cool. there we go. It's, it's a seven-drink Yeah, yeah. But
6: you have to you have to already have drunk.
0: <laughs> It'll ADHD. definitely be a super cat, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and then I believe on Sunday, John's trying to get some people together to maybe play a little Epic. Um, but if you... If you get on the Nova board and you find me and ask me, I'll point you to the right people. I don't know exactly what their plans are yet, but I'm sure they'll be there and they'll be playing.
2: There you go. And you should be wearing... Um, It will definitely be Horace Harrison themed,
3: for sure. All right, a few wrap-up questions, if you don't mind, gents. Uh, GW support this year. I know it was strong last year. Are we going to expect the same type of uh, support this year?
2: Uh, I'm sure they'll be getting some. I don't, in terms of, the.
0: I'm sure even Nova doesn't know yet, but I definitely don't know yet.
2: <laughs> do you guys want
0: to
1: start yeah. a rumor with me real quick? Sorry? Sorry. I said, Do you want to start a rumor with me real quick? I heard sure. GW's given away a collection edition of Titanicus to everybody who goes.
0: <laughs> that is a that is a fine rumor.
2: I like it. Yeah,
1: have to me. murder me,
2: so I will be taking heads. Um, I will, I will, I will see that. I
0: will see that rumor and raise you that there will be some sort of narrative horror heresy Titanicus event at Adepticon for sure.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Um see uh, personally I believe Titanicus is gonna be a great addition to the horse heresy overall, and if you guys ever do want to talk to me about working it in or think of it, please let me know because I'm going all in on it.
0: I love the concept of this. Well for, for twenty nineteen if you if you want to do it at Nova Twenty I see no good reason you cannot or should not. thing. <laughs> well,
2: well, here,
5: we'll 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 chat. The uh, the Adepticon Adepticon Titanicus group will contact you. Oh, very good, yeah. <laughs> don't call but, uh, us, we'll uh, call yeah.
1: you. I think um, I think that does it, right? Uh, any I know you guys are all extremely talented painters, so uh, let's, any other let's painters not go that painters? far. I've seen your warlord, so don't play coy here, sir. <laughs> 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 any other uh, tips you guys
2: have for new painters then? For new painters? Uh,
5: new old. That that two that two thin coats thing. If you don't do three, it's amateur hour. Yeah. <laughs> All thin right, coats are good. Heard
0: it. I will say, in terms of one tool, I mean, everybody probably.
5: A tool tip I would give
0: is uh, you know, once you're a good enough painter that you start washing out your brushes consistently, <laughs> um, invest in some Kolinsky sable brushes. Uh, yeah. Windsor Nude Series Seven, or Broken Toad, or Raphael. There's a bunch of brands. That part, you know, you'll just have to try them and see which ones you like. But there are no other brushes like Kalinske Sable, and I've been painting mm-hmm. for
3: I don't know twenty five years or something. And that's Every, one of those things that, like, when it happened, like, we have already been painting for like a decade plus, and it's like, yeah, holy shit! It, what, it, what, was, what a what <laughs> it was a game changer,
0: serious game changer for for me. Yeah,
3: and it drives. It's one thing that drives me crazy
0: is when I look at the internet, every time somebody on a forum asks the question, can you recommend brushes? You know, somebody will give that answer, which is in this case is the one objectively correct answer. (laughs) And then, I mean, you can quibble about brands, but that is the kind of brush you should be using. And then you'll get like 13 dudes who are like, well, I just bought this piece of crap from Michael's and that's what I paint with. And my results are great. I'm like, no, they're not. Show a picture of what you painted with that, pal. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, probably how many dudes...
4: on eBay right now. Yeah, dude.
0: I think objectively, for- sable brushes are what you want, and if you're at a point where you can wash out brushes and take care of, there's no reason you can't afford them. They're not that expensive.
1: That's uh, yeah. For the so, when I initially bought my pack, I was like, God, it was like almost fifty bucks. I want to say for three brushes, but the fact is, I've had these three brushes for three years now.
0: Yeah, they last
1: do, a long time. As good as the day I got them. And it's I was just, like, I, yeah, pretty good investment, right?
3: It's a simple equation. It's like scary up front, but like...
0: I mean, that, the hairs will slowly fall out of the ferrule, you know, over time. But just like you can't... You. They always come to a point. You can smash them on the table and then lick them and they come to
5: a point. They're <laughs> <Yeah>. indestructible <laughs> that way. Um, let's see. Which is our other tip.
0: I, funny story, I ordered, a, uh, I ordered a Raphael paintbrush from Amazon, and it showed up, I opened up a box of uh, trash bags that I got from Amazon, those those liners that fit in those, you step on the pedal and the top opens kind of trash cans. So there's a box of those sitting in an outer shipping box, and I pick it up, and taped to the bottom is my Raphael paintbrush. No little plastic tube on it, no nothing. It's <laughs> Just straight up. <laughs> <laughs> bouncing around in this box and it was fine <laughs> I was like come on man
2: yeah uh,
1: another thing going back to uh, that whole show your work thing like it's not like your paintings not that good as I've heard people say using uh, the acrylic paint you can get from like Walmart and that kind of stuff like craft and, paint yeah like craft paint why, would, yeah. why like,
6: would you do that to yourself anyways
1: I, I saw that and I saw somebody re- rebuttal with um show me a golden demon winner who won with craft paint.
0: <laughs> I well, this, is, yeah. this is what I'll say with, about craft paint is it will work, mm-hmm. but it is different in it, several ways. One, it's not going to have as much pigment in it. And with some colors like white or earth tones, it's still going to cover fine. But with other colors like yellow and red and orange, it's, it's not going to cover well at all. And it's going to be really hard to work. Uh second, it is inherently thicker. It's just thicker and goopier, which is not what you want when you're painting models. Yes, you can thin it down more, but you're just working harder, you know? Yeah,
3: we're also thinning the little pigment that is there even further.
0: It, it is consistently going to be lower quality paint than hobby paint or artist paint.
3: So And it's like you only it's like okay, one dollar you get a big tube of whatever. But like right. for $3, you can get a proper thing that will last you just as long, honestly. So I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So,
0: I mean, yes, you could achieve good results with it. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, you could give some craft paint to a great painter, and he would paint a lot better than a poor painter did with high-quality paint. But you're making your life harder, for sure. Set yourself up for <laughs> success, fellas. Set yourself and up. And again, we're not talking about millions of dollars
5: here. But <laughs> The amount of work that you're going to put into catching up to it is... Going to cost you in your own time. I guess it comes down to what is your own time worth. Ooh, that's yeah.
0: good,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The other little sort of feel good thing I, I say to to newer painters or you know painters who are maybe not up to my level yet who sometimes guys come to you like i am never blah blah blah, and what I always reply with is the whole point of this hobby is it's like a punk rock. Thing. Like I was in a terrible punk rock band in high school, but the point was it was my band. From? oh yeah it was my band we wrote wrote our own songs we played our own instruments that's the point that the point is is that you do it and you keep doing it you'll get better at it and well, it's not about trying it's it. in america we try to make everything into a competition of who's the best at whatever turn everything into a reality show and it's just like just do it and enjoy it for the.
3: For the act of doing it, you know, and if you don't enjoy doing
0: it, maybe do something else
3: that you do enjoy. And as as Mark told me, it's not a zero sum game. And that's the thing that has stuck with me for since you said it. Uh, it's not it's not a zero sum game. Just do it, do it your best, and then enjoy it. Exactly.
1: exactly. Right on. Well, thank you and, very much, guys.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, thanks Absolutely. for having
1: us. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know anybody else have anything they want to ask.
2: I got a question. Yes, sir. Who's that? Go.
4: Why did you want to start an uh, event organization? Like, why do you do it?
3: It wasn't even <laughs> why. It Isn't was a question yet. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it was because, as Mark said earlier, we're both pretty you know, DIY punk, and it's just sort of that ethos. And it was we played in events and was like, this event is terrible. So let's just create an event that we'd want to play in. Oh yeah, there you go. Nice. That's, that's the
1: exact answer, David. Gave I will.
0: I will, uh, yeah. I will note that part of the problem with the uh, the event that wasn't so good today, that Hank and AdeptCon asked us to replace was uh, <laughs> that the guy running it didn't show up.
3: <laughs> well, he left. He left in the middle of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, he left. No, okay.
3: no. I'm not saying like
4: why why you started, but like why do you continue to oh, like us because like, you know. <laughs> Like I, I love playing games, and I would hate, you know, to spend all this time setting up games for everybody else, and then not to be able to play in it. Because like, you know, Will
5: knows like when you do As all I the work, you with don't a sad yeah, character yeah. all the time. <laughs> there is yeah. there is a ton of play testing. There's a significant amount of play testing done before we uh, really kick anything off. So that's, I mean, at least I could say for like Ty and I with our group up here. That's. I get my kicks in there, but you know, I think bizarrely
3: Mark and I would rather set up games in a weird way. Yeah. I think we have more fun doing that than honestly playing. Just to be just, honest, to be honest, yeah, that's, huh?
0: that's the truth. Maybe it is masochism. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will know. say though, that like for me, playing three games in a day <laughs> is, is exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. And and it is exhausting for me to, you know, set all this up and tear it down and do a like, but I don't know why, in a different way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's work, but, you know, to for me to play a tournament every day for three days, I think
3: that might actually kill me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whereas setting them up for three days, somehow I, I do fine.
3: Yeah, like the same question be turned upon you. Like, why do you do this for three days? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a problem, and I just love rolling yeah. ice.
6: That's
1: it. There you so. go.
5: We have the absolute yeah. problem. We all and have we, problems. Because, because if we, we, we are had a enablers. different hobby, we'd lose a lot of money. In- <laughs> yeah. at, I get, at, at the end of the day, we're just enablers. So
4: Exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, like, for real, like, y'all do, like, such an amazing job. Like, I went to Nova for two years, and, like, Nova was so good that I had to go to Chicago to do a Adepticon. I, awesome. Like it was like it wasn't because Adepticon was the bigger show. It's because I knew you guys were there, and I was like, "It's going to be an amazing uh scenario." So I definitely have to go, and I, I'm so glad I went.
3: Way cool,
2: nice. Yeah. We done good.
3: Right. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, we we started a podcast. Nice. So uh, we obviously had a problem, but uh, I mean. Everybody in this community is is doing, uh, I think, the Emperor's work or the War Master's work. I mean, whoever you you, uh, I guess, affiliate with. But um, if you guys have been to any of the events that the Graying Legion has has put on, right, either at Nova or Adepticon, or if you're going to Nova, uh, these guys do an amazing job, and the tables you will play on are. More beautiful than any table you have ever played on, I promise you that uh it doesn't just happen it's not magic um, These guys do a lot of work behind the scenes and uh Mark, I know you have a couple of things that you're trying to get uh going to help you out with that um, I think there's a t shirts link that is, oh, is yeah. that still yeah. up is that still up
0: uh You know, I I did start it again. It was like a time thing, but uh, it's, if you go to, uh, let me see if I can, quick.
3: It was was in the last Nova email. I think they pointed that out.
0: Yeah. Oh, did they?
3: Or was that the, 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 that's when
2: I, that's when I bought it. Was that the, which shirt was that? The, uh, the blood sorry. The The world leaders. The world leaders. Wow. All right.
0: There's, there are two t-shirts. There's the Nova heresy. Which is World Eaters theme this year, and that yeah, that yeah. money goes to the Nova Open, or to the Nova Open Charity Foundation, and it goes to you know Doctors Without Borders and things. And there's another T-shirt oh, which yeah. says Paint Nerd on it, and there's a it is like a Vallejo style paint bottle that says Paint Nerd on it with kind of a big fun bursty thing.
2: And that you can find by going to Teespring.com. Uh, let's. See. Looking it up right now. Come on, store.
3: www.
0: Teespring.com slash stores
2: slash M-A-R-C dash R-A-L-E-Y dash miniature. We'll have that
7: uh, in the show notes as well. We'll make sure to have that link in there. It's probably still f- kicking around in the
0: uh, Nova yeah Facebook group, too. Anyway, and that one just ra- that's just to raise a little money to myself slash us for uh terrain costs and swag costs and and because we're definitely <laughs> yeah. way way in the hole, but that's okay <laughs> we do it because we like it. are you guys planning on doing another uh Kickstarter for uh, more
1: terrain what was it was uh, it an indieGogo or a Kickstarter last year? I think it was, it was a, a fun me
0: it was like two oh, years Go ago Fund? yeah it was a, a GoFundMe. me and uh yeah. That was a crazy thing. We were just like I'm like, yeah. let's try it and see what happens. Maybe we'll get two hundred bucks and we yeah. got like I don't know I don't even know. Fifteen hundred in, in cash and then people said I miss all these terrain kits too and yeah, it was great. I mean we doubled. Out of curiosity,
6: it. Mark, how much does it cost to put on Nova? The thirty K stuff for Nova? Well um
0: I mean I I I don't really keep track. I mean I mean my costs or
2: you know i buy i buy i put some i usually put a little of my own money, swag every year um, you know I'm working on putting less of my own money into it
0: through these and getting nobody to reimburse me. I think I made it through adepticon last adepticon covered all of our swag last year which was fantastic and uh or at least between adepticon and the little bit of overage we had shirts we sold. And you know, I I probably put a couple hundred bucks into terrain every year. When I first started out, I probably put a couple thousand bucks into terrain.
2: Um,
0: so yeah, I've definitely got thousands wrapped up in terrain that at this is, point. That
6: is impressive,
0: thousands. And Ty probably long and, long and Ty probably
3: you know has a similar story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we can both basically set up a store top to bottom if we wanted to with like twenty I mean, tables.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could probably do a couple dozen tables between the two of us. They're both pretty top-notch tables, I would say. If I can toot our own horns first. a second.
5: <laughs> I'm a low-input guy. I just like warlords. I mean, I'm, I'm going just this for the low end of the investment.
2: Yeah.
7: That's one so, thing I wanted to point out. Yeah. So the, the community feel for, um, or I guess what you guys do for the community, both with Adepticon and Nova, um, you know, from at least the Maryland side, Mark has brought out terrain for multiple Maryland thirty K events. Um, it's top notch terrain. I know that it it looked like you had some of your terrain the uh Mechanicum or Sector Mechanicum board might have been in Dave Taylor's or be featured in Dave Taylor's uh book.
0: Oh, did he um, uh, did he
7: yeah no, he yeah, well he posted it on his face that's not a spoiler, oh, he posted cool. it on his Facebook. But you know,
0: so the yeah, terrain he borrowed that, a bunch of my stuff for that, so should be shown Yeah, up and in that's book. fantastic.
7: So you know, if you did some of that crowdfunding to pay for that table, you know, it's showing up in Dave Taylor's book. It shows up at different events. You get to play it at, at Nova and Adepticon. Um, and it's really awesome to be able to play on those tables. You know,
0: I, I always mean, try I to make think it of it, I, And I don't think, I mean, I kind of feel like I painted it, so I'm the one who's going to own it for now anyway. But I'd really more think of it, this is graying Legion terrain to be used by the community as much as I can reasonably get it out there. And keep
7: no, and that's it. fantastic. So, I mean, I guess the point being that you don't just hoard it in your basement no. and stare at it all night.
0: You know, and if I get, ever get, you get it out there. And if I ever get tired of doing these or pare back a little bit, you know, I'll spread it. You know, some of some of it will probably show up in your basement eventually, Ryan. <laughs> yeah,
7: yeah. Talk to my wife about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's already pissed off about the ZM tables.
0: It does take up a certain amount of room, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the other uh, big challenge we have every year. Moving the terrain around is a, a bit of
0: a logistics issue.
5: Yeah. getting It's yeah. why I now own a van.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well guys, thank you very much. We're going to go ahead and, uh, proceed on and, uh, talk about David's event. No,
3: I think we'll probably hold off on that, but think so? All right. yeah, yeah, definitely. But guys, Thank you so much for coming yeah. on and and Great talking to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Talking. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I hope everything works out with Craig.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Craig.
6: We'll just knock him around a little, and you know the the yeah. usual.
2: Okay. I think I he's starting
7: that. up his meth habit again. We gotta watch him. now.
6: Yeah, someone's someone's
1: supplying him. I've caught him a few times with like you know the paraphernalia. That's Craig, awesome. you need to explain yourself right now.
6: It's a phase.
1: (laughs) No. All right. Well, I guess we'll uh,
3: wrap up then and uh, go ahead and do plugs. David, you got anything to plug? No, I really don't. Uh, Thank you guys for continuing to listen to whatever we do here at uh, the retreat. And thank you for your support. Um, Awesome. Gives us a chance to put on... Better events in the community, and hopefully, one day uh, we'll see you here. That's it. Awesome.
2: Uh, Brain Legion, you guys have anything you want to plug? Uh,
1: anything else okay. you want to reiterate? I'm sorry.
0: If you, you want to find us, check out our Facebook groups uh, Nova Open Horus Heresy and Adepticon Horus.
1: Buy
4: some shirts. Buy
1: shirt. some shirts. Buy a shirt or two. Robbie,
3: you got anything to plug?
4: No, man, this is about the Grain Legion today. Let's keep it with them. Support Nova, support Adepticon, support these guys. They're doing the best work. Ryan? Oh.
7: Uh, I'm going to go counter to what Robbie just said and look like an asshole. Thanks, Robbie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 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 failure. Yeah, uh, Maryland 30K on 30 June at uh, Glen Burnie, Maryland Games and Stuff. It's an uh, event go. being run by Evan Sermon. Uh, it's going to be two games of 3,000 points. Oddly familiar. Very similar to Excursiatus' setup. uh, That's going to be kind of, you know, not bring your dick kicker harshest list, uh, but, you know, bring some of your bigger toys. So if you're interested about that, you can check it out on the
2: Maryland 30K uh, Facebook group. Cool. Steven, you have anything to plug?
6: Uh, First of all, I'm going to thank Ryan for making me look better. uh, For plugging something that isn't Nova. (laughs) I just wanted to point out, um, for those of you listening who haven't uh, seen the Facebook posts already, or maybe the Reddit posts, um, but the Battlefleet Gothic game that we're going to be putting together at Nova, uh, we'll be using the Battlefleet Heresy rules. Those have been updated to 2nd edition now. They can be found on the original 30k uh, Facebook page, and I have also posted them in the Battlefleet Gothic and the Horus Heresy subreddits.
1: Um, Mark Tim,
2: is it all right if we get that over to you and maybe you can put it up on the Nova page? Yeah. Or on the uh, Horse Heresy Nova page. Works for me.
1: Cool. Um, and then for me, uh, yeah, just, um, you know, thank you guys for listening. Like David said, thank you very much for the Grand Legion uh, and Ryan for running awesome events. And if you are interested in Strike Team, uh, I have put up an errata. It is on the Horse Heresy uh, Nova group, and uh, a couple of things pointed out. I want to make note, you can't bring Medusas, okay? <laughs> Somebody brought that up because it's under the, the armor fuck? value of 33, I and I yeah. had to errata it. Ugh, yeah,
3: it's been fun watching you errata stuff as it happens.
1: Because because we've always still doing play playtesting, and people were yeah. coming up to me, and they're like, hey, what about lookout, sir? Or can an yep. apothecary, because yep. the way I had the apothecary was an Arthesium worked for any model well, if he can't heal somebody in Terminator armor or the demon rule in a main game, why would he be able to heal them in the Strike Team, you know so, I appreciate all the feedback we're getting, and hopefully we can fine tune and tweak everything to where it is a perfectly enjoyable game. but uh, that's it guys, and uh, again from the team at Remembrance's Retreat, thank you very much and uh, see you later Thank you, guys.
0: Bye. bye Thank you. Bye-bye.
6: Bye-bye. Adios. Steven, I unmuted you. You can take a oh, right oh, thanks. Bye. All right, guys. <laughs> well, thanks again. <laughs> bye.
2: <laughs> anyway.
6: Peace.